Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. We went to a bar together. I go to the bathroom and I come back and he's making out with somebody. No. This is how fucking low at this point my standards were. You were waiting for him to finish. I went to the car and said, text me when you're done. (laughs) And I drove him home and he slept at my house. It's Violet Benson, your favorite meme queen and the big sit you didn't ask for, but need. Welcome to Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Almost Adulting. Are you ready? Hi, everyone, and welcome to a brand new episode of Almost Adulting with me, your host, your best friend, and your big sister, Violet Benson. So... This week, I am not going to even remind you what the show used to be called because we are out with the old and in with the new. Stay with me, besties, almost adulting. Welcome. Hopefully, you guys have enjoyed my Tuesday episode because it was amazing. Tuesday episodes are now back and they're called Confession Corner. And not only do I include you guys every single week in them where you call with your confessions on the week's topic, but I also give you some tips. Like this week on Tuesday, I gave you three tips on how to tell if a man has a small wiener and then three tips scientifically researched on ways to tell if he has a big wiener. So definitely go listen to it. And then for those who missed the old me, I feel you, my dad can relate to that, then you guys can then tune into Sunday's episodes where it's called Vault Archives. And those episodes, I share episodes that I've never posted in before that are from the past or episodes that were removed when I was switching different podcast networks. So now you will get to experience the old me. So it's a little bit for everyone on Tuesday, Thursday, and Sundays now. And of course, if you want to talk to me live, then you can tune in to my Spotify live show every Thursday night. So tonight, live at 7 p.m. Pacific time, which is 10 p.m. Eastern time. Okay, guys, so this week I have an amazing guest, one of my dearest friends, Alex Papiccio. She is a fan favorite, and if you've been listening to me for a while, you've heard episodes featuring her. And let me tell you, you guys are in for a treat. This is one of my favorite episodes this year because we are covering a lot from crazy hookup stories to weird throw-up stories to how she finally chose herself and found her current partner she's off the streets i'm still there but she's gone because she found a man and he's sexy and we talk about sex toys how much we learn to love our vaginas and so much more i don't want to spoil it so keep listening but before we get into it i want to get into a little pop culture there wasn't anything really new this week so i decided to just dive into one of my current favorite stories so in case you missed it for whatever reason because you know, you have a job or life. Britney Spears recently got married and she got to have her fairy tale wedding. Well, like almost, but I love to see it because, you know, it's Britney, bitch. Seriously, that woman has been through hell and back. And I'm just happy to see her reclaim her life and power. 
most of it minus all the bad things that still have been happening to her recently but overall at least her wedding day can she just have one good day you know she deserves one good day anyway as britney spears was minding her business busy marrying her new man her unhinged ex not only showed up uninvited to the wedding but somehow got on the property and crashed it as well like excuse me when we ask a man to be romantic and show us that they care, we mean during the relationship. Not when it's over and we moved on. Leave it to men to get it wrong. Like, yeah, where was this passionate energy when we were dating and you would ignore my calls at 2 a.m. when you were out with your friends doing God knows what? Like, I need answers. At what point does it click in someone's head when they're like, oh, okay, my ex moved on. Maybe it's time for me to move on too. Like, I would think when your ex is walking down the aisle, when your ex is getting married, that should probably be pretty high up there in the obvious department, time to move on. But leave it to a narcissist to make someone else's special day all about them for their need for validation. Apparently, this loser ex-boyfriend who crashed the wedding was then charged with vandalism, trespassing, and battery. Was it really worth it, Jason? You are not hot enough to be acting like your joe from you this is not netflix and if this war movie you would definitely are giving me vibes of like a lifetime movie in a bad way <laughs> like i'm double checking all my locks tonight sorry buddy i don't know what you guys think about staying in contact with exes but for me personally not my vibe unless obviously you have a child together and girls who live in los angeles having a dog or a hamster together is not a child move on leave the dog behind <laughs> Just but no moving forward not backwards and the whole you know saying friends with your ex and contact it's bs i've done research before and the only reason men stay friends with their exes is because they're always in the back of their head they're thinking that there's a potential sex a paid one night if you're super desperate you guys will fuck that's when men usually stay friends with women who are their exes that's the truth but anyway going back to the whole britney situation I think that we always in movies, when we see a man chasing a woman, we think it's so romantic, but it's not romantic in real life. And I think for the longest time, I used to think that was until one of my friends gave me advice and it really stuck with me. Whatever guy I was talking to in the past, when I ended up with him, I was hoping he would chase me and then he didn't. And I was heartbroken over it, which, you know, there's other ways to figure out if someone likes you instead of just constantly dumping them. But she said, V, you don't want this man to show up at your home. You told him it's over, you set boundaries, and he's trying to quote unquote respect your boundaries. That's what normal people do. You think that's what you want, but trust me, if you didn't like this person, do you think it's normal if you said we're done and this person shows up at your house? Because maybe right now it's romantic and cute, but imagine six months from now when you're really ready to walk away and you're like, we're done. He goes, nope, no, we're not, never mind, because he doesn't respect your boundaries. Trust me, you don't want someone who chases you when you tell them to leave you alone. And I realize that she's so right because you think that's what you want. But when it actually happens, first it's cute, but after a while, when you keep saying no, it's like, okay, enough. When do you cross that behavior from romantic to stalkerish? And that kind of brings me back to the Bachelor show from Colton's season. It was romantic at first when Colton was chasing Cassie. And we all thought that was amazing. And he chased her and then they got together and we were in love with them. And then what happened a year down the line of their relationship? It wasn't romantic anymore when she tried to break up with him and he put a tracking device under her car. 
that's kind of became stalkerish and it wasn't cute because he wouldn't take no for an answer. So I can go on for days about this, but this episode is too great to hold off any longer. Thank you so much, besties, for tuning in. I love you. Don't forget to give me a five-star review if you enjoyed this episode. Don't forget tomorrow, this episode will be on YouTube. So go subscribe to Almost Adulting YouTube channel. Okay? Love you. Hi guys and welcome to another episode of Almost Adulting. Today we have a fan favorite in honor of Hookup Month on the podcast. We have Alex Papiccio, which I know how to say her last name because... Only five years later. Exactly. So yeah, yeah. welcome back, babe. Soldo, you've retired from the streets. Yes. For quite some time now and we'll discuss your really sexy boyfriend, which by the way, I just met today. He dropped her off. Yeah. So hot. So hot. Like the hottest boyfriend she's ever had, which is going to be insane because we're going to reminisce about crazy hookup stories. And it's going to be literally insane about the fact that Alex ever shed any tear over any other men because none of them are even compared to her current partner. Period. Period. Let's just have a fun episode going down memory lane. Let's get into it. I remember a long time ago, you made a hilarious TikTok. And the TikTok was about how you had a boyfriend and then... uh, he became your ex you guys broke up and then you found out he got a new girlfriend and she was pregnant like how long were you guys broken up for we weren't broken up okay (laughs) tell me the story (laughs) okay so i had a boyfriend of like almost five years and he was cheating on me Hmm. with someone and i didn't know at first then after we broke up like six months later she had a baby and i'm like the math isn't mathing (laughs) wait how long were you guys broken up for like six months but she had a baby oh she gave birth six months after we broke up Mm. and i'm like okay got it that's so funny and he swore up and down that he never actually like inserted he was like it was just flirting and hanging i'm like no one's flirting and hanging he was like you never heard those stories when a girl can get pregnant in the jacuzzi if like there's accidental until come in there like that's what happened like i came in in the bathroom of my own house and somehow she sat on her toilet and got pregnant like that was his ideology yeah i'm like okay well are they still together they're still together they just got engaged no no not all oh okay <laughs> no cue the cue the sound effects oh no no not all at all he like hit me up for years while he was still with her and i would just be like nah babe i'm single you're a father like i <laughs> i'm single you're a father there's, that's actually really there's bad. no like there's no we can't we can't and it's not gonna work out but it caused like issues like she would always like call me and be like leave my man alone and i'm like babe no one wants your man. You took my man, blessing in disguise, but like, I don't want your man that you took from me. Yeah, you know what they say, how you got him is how you lose him. Right, and I know for a fact he was like doing stuff behind her back with other people. Like, I just know he was. Like, he was a real, he was a real, ugh. Nice guy. Nice man. Like, <laughs> this, this is like before Tinder and stuff. And like, me and my best friend, like, were doing like crazy, like digging on like the internet. And I caught him on looking for sex on craigslist okay so all those jokes that i always make about like hey i'm here for the gangbang from craigslist it's like that was a real thing (laughs) and i experienced it my ex who i never knew was cheating on me because i was so delusional and like everyone else knew he used to not only just cheat on me with everyone else around us including my friends but he used to always also cheat on me by and this again this is 
back like 10 years ago right he would cheat on me by having sex with prostitutes obviously now completely different it's much more common back then it's unheard of so it wasn't like especially because you would fly all the way to vegas to do it so basically one night we break up and i get like super drunk and i'm going through my phone and i always delete his number every time we would break up so to not text him but of course i've memorized it by now obviously if you delete someone's number so many times you'll literally end up remembering it so you kind of like ruin the whole thing it's like who cares at this point yeah so anyway i get super wasted and i pull out my phone i start and i put in his number even though i'm so drunk and i start texting and i'm just like i just don't understand why you need to go all the way to vegas to fuck prostitutes when you have me right here no yeah nar like you're not you did not say that yes verbatim so then he doesn't respond and then i'm like whatever fuck this guy and i just forget about it and i have a fun night the next morning i wake up and i have text messages from him and he goes i think you have the wrong number and i go real funny sweetie pretty sure i have the right number i think i would know your number babes and he goes no i'm serious please check because my wife is looking through my text and she's very mad he goes i've never gone to vegas to have sex with prostitutes and i'm certainly have never had sex with you either and my wife is very upset and i don't know why you're saying things like this no and then i look at the number and i kid you not i got one digit wrong that's crazy and I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Please tell your wife. I apologize. I was trying to text my ex-boyfriend. <laughs> Not you. You're right. This is off one digit. So anyway, shout out to that couple. I'm pretty sure they probably got a divorce. They're probably fine. They're, they're not fine. Okay, yeah. Fine. Why is she even going through his phone? They're not fine. True. He just probably never fucked me. I'm sure he fucked someone. Right. But it was just so funny because he's like, I've never, I've never met you in my life. I've never had sex with you. He was like making acclamations. He was like, I, Stanley, have never, ever. And I certainly have never gone to Vegas to have sex with prostitutes when I have a beautiful wife at home. (laughs) Yeah. And that's dangerous. You know, the ex that had the baby behind my back, Mm -hmm. him and I's number is off by one because we were on the same phone plan together. So his phone number ends in like, two two and mine ends in two three after we broke up when guys would ask for my number but i didn't want to give them my number i would give him his number (laughs) (laughs) that's so funny i used to do that to my best friend i literally thought about it the other day i was like wouldn't it be so funny if you gave other guys the number of your ex-boyfriend you'd be like send me a dick pic when you get home or like yeah like facetime me later or something like that and it's like some like hot guy oh i was looking for alex and my ex being like (laughs) like sick no, crying shaking throwing up that's so funny so have you ever gotten accidental text messages to him yeah but like such lame ones like hey this is marcus the plumber like i'm gonna be there <laughs> too like and oh. i just wouldn't reach out or like at&t like called me one time thinking it was like him or whatever and i was like no never anything like juicy or good because uh, he's a loser so yeah he sounds like a loser although yeah. congrats on being a father Aww. Yeah, well, um, I have a friend that one every time him and his girlfriend, I'm friends with both of them. They're both so toxic with each other and they kept being on and off. And then, like, the last time they broke up, the guy was so bitter and upset that he called me and he goes, I did something really stupid. I'm like, what did you do? And he goes, there's this like hotline or some text message thing where you can have that place send a text to your partner yep, yep. and say, hey, you've been exposed to herpes, go get tested. 
<laughs> I'm not kidding. So he had the, the company do that text to her. So she got that text message. Joke's on him. I'm pretty sure she has it anyway. I'm pretty sure he has it too. She was probably like, oh, got this before. No, like, I kid you not. And he goes, oh my God, she's never going to know it's me, blah, blah. And I go, hey, babe, like she literally called me 10 minutes before you called me. And she goes, look what this fucking idiot tried to do. Like men, <laughs> it's so funny because men think they're so smart. And it's like, we are 80 steps ahead. Like, yeah. You Within can, seconds, she knew it was him. Of course. <laughs> and he probably was like with his bros, like, oh, look, this bitch. Oh, she's going to go be so all. pissed. Oh. Yeah, that's so funny. I actually remember one time I pranked my ex because every year he would prank me that he's cheating on me with the girls he was cheating. Good joke. <laughs> he used to prank me that he was cheating on me with the girls he was cheating on me with. And that's I just literally deranged. It's so insane, but also so brilliant. That is so brilliant because he was confessing every time. Oh my gosh. He brilliant. Would get it off his fucking chest. Yeah. Get it off his conscience because he was actually admitting, but like. Ha ha, April 15th, babe. So then one time to mess around with him, I pranked him that I got chlamydia herpes or something. This man did not speak to me for like three days because- Of course not. But I didn't understand why back then. Cause I'm like, obviously you don't have it. I don't have it. I'm not, we're, we're not kidding. fucking anyone else. Of course we, you wouldn't be able to have it. It's a joke. But of course the reason he wasn't speaking to me because he could potentially get it. <laughs> And he, he could have fucking, given it to you. Yeah. He literally did not speak to me for a couple of days when I made a joke that like he gave me an STD. Oh, Lord. Have you ever gotten an STD? Which one have you gotten? <laughs> the big C? No. No, worse? <laughs> Would you get like syphilis? No, I got HPV. Oh. But everyone's got HPV. I weirdly don't have that one. Did get chlamydia though from like the most unsuspecting character. The person that I got it from was like this like super like nerdy guy that I like randomly hooked up with from like one of my old jobs. And I was just like, I'm so shook. And then long story short, I ended up finding out that he was like a nerd man whore. I was like, all right, pop off. Oh, that makes sense. Because like, those guys are the ones that every girl is like, you make me feel so safe and you're 100%. so nerdy. We can probably date. Like I can see us together. I'll settle for you. Fuck the bad boys. You're so much better, but he's really and mine was a just, fuck boy. And mine was just like a one night stand because I was like, all right, I'm bored. Like we knew each other from work. We saw each other at a bar and I was like, Ugh, fine. You know? So he's probably a, like a fuck boy that's a nice guy, which they're the worst. The nice guy fuck boys. Yeah, they're the they're horrible. The worst. Because the regular fuck boys, you can tell miles away. Yeah. So if you decide At to, least they're like straight up. In their own way. Right. But like you just know, and then it's up to you if you want to keep playing those games, if like you if think you, you're going to change him because you haven't gone to therapy. But with <laughs> a nice fuck boy. They come, they, they pull the rug right underneath you. Yeah. And you're like suddenly in Planned Parenthood taking them the one pill yeah because they're like I love talking about our feelings let's talk about our feelings or you're like don't yeah. talk to me again he's like oh my god let's talk about like this. we literally watched a Disney movie after we had sex ew but of course kind of weird but yeah cute. I was like wasted and he was like let's watch Beauty and the Beast and I'm Aww. like what the fuck and then like a month later I'm like you gave me chlamydia like <laughs> what in the hell and he's like delete this number bitch. No, no he literally was like I don't know what you're talking about and I'm like oh, okay Oh, not so nice guy anymore. Yeah, no, no. I'm like, mm, here it is. This makes sense. Before you had this amazing partner, yeah, it may be a recession and there may be maybe sugar daddies out there become Splenda daddies, but still some girls may be looking for Splenda daddy 100%. and you've had experience with that. So I was wondering if you had, you know, maybe some tips on how to score a Splenda daddy. 
mine was like a stevia daddy because <laughs> there wasn't like much sweetness at all he didn't really like get me much like it was just kind of like he just like actually wanted to date me and was like very very wealthy so he would like pay for all the meals pay for like he would like give me money sometimes yeah he would literally give you money yes he would give me money but he never like got me gifts but i was like i'll take the cash boo like yeah but he was russian right russian yeah i remember yeah but he was giving you a good amount of money not like a lot though not like i couldn't like not have a job yeah but funny enough i was at a restaurant in florida like a couple years ago and there was like all these like old men around us and i was joking around with the waitress and i made a joke and i was like i was just trying to make a conversation oh do you do well here and she was like hell yeah like half these guys that are here are my sugar daddies and i'm like what i'm like how in the world she goes seeking arrangements babe for anyone out there this is not an ad <laughs> for seeking arrangements and then like i saw that the app was like a legit app like not one of those like weird like yeah. sketchy and i was like what I'm like, now there's apps for this shit? I'm like, that's kind of fire. Like for people that are into that, like that want to like do that, that's fire. There's eight of the best sugar daddy apps. And it's number eight? Number one is Seeking Arrangements. Number two is Elite Singles. Number three, Secret Benefits. (laughs) Please. Number four, Elite Meet Beautiful. That sounds like a foreign situation. For sure. Yeah. Number five, Sugar Daddy with an IE.com. Six, Cougar Life. Cougar Life. Oh, so that's for the women. Number seven, What's Your Price? Okay. Wow. Number eight, Sugar Daddy Meat. I can tell you right now, one of these is a front for like sex trafficking for sure. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to go Probably with- Probably What's Your Price. What? Oh, the craziest one is Ashley Madison. That one's for married men. Okay. But do you remember when that whole scandal came out like a couple years ago and they leaked all the men that were on Ashley Madison and you could look it up on a website and see if your person was on Ashley Madison. You just had to type in their name. It was like one of those like crazy like anonymous things, whatever. And I remember being in the relationship with that scumbag and I was like, I'm about to find his fucking name because he would try and cheat on me any way he could. I'm like, he's not even married and he would try and do it. But he wasn't on it. He wasn't. And you're like, oh, so he is a good guy. Yeah, literally. (laughs) Aww. Right. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Imagine you do that and you find your dad on it. I think I looked up my dad's name as like a joke. Like yeah. my parents have been married for like 40 years and they're like so in love. But you know what I mean? Your like just looking so and I'm like, racing. can you imagine? <laughs> no, but I didn't find it, obviously. If you would have found it, would you tell your mom? Honestly, no, because it's not my business. I am their child, but I'm just their child. I'm not in their marriage. I agree. I would, I would approach my dad. 
you, and be you, like, yeah. what the actual fuck? I feel like if there was nothing said or like if there was nothing done or whatever, then maybe I would think about telling my mom at that point. But at first it's like, this is their marriage. I'm just like, just because I'm their child doesn't mean that I have the right to like encroach yeah. on that. And like, Yeah, I wouldn't want to know. I don't even know how I would react to that. I definitely would approach my dad and be like, Ashley Madison. I'd, I'd be, be like, like, dad, you could have spent that money on me. Were you really spending money yeah. on someone else? Are you fucking Were kidding me? Were you really me? wiring a girl in Chile money? Yeah, I'd be like, uh, you had me help with the rent when I was living at home, but really it was for the woman from Seeking Arrangement. Are you yeah. joking? Anyway, you live with your boyfriend, obviously. Yes. Do you still have nights where you're kind of getting ready for that dick appointment, quote unquote, like you used to be when you're single? Or is it completely different when you have a partner? You're kind of like, should we fuck or not? It's totally different. It's like when we first started dating, when we didn't live together, I'd be like, you know, before he'd come over, I'd be like... <laughs> You know, like what was what was your what was your routine? Oh my god, I always had the same routine. Mm-hmm. I would get in the shower, shower, do my whole body with like that, like body scrub, so everything's <laughs> like like a fucking silky seal. Yeah, I'm like I want to slide right off you in bed. Shave every freaking inch of me, and then except my arms, I don't shave my arms. Never will because some crazy person told me a story in middle school that scared me about shaving your arms. They were like it grows back like pubic hair, and I was like. That's what someone told me too. Scary. And then I would get out, lather myself up with lotion, you know, and then either if they were coming over, like I would always try, I had mood lights, I had candles, I had a speaker. I would always play one specific album. (laughs) I always played Cosmic, Bozzy. Like that is a great, from start to finish. If anyone needs that tip, if you don't know what to play. Bozzy from Cosmic Album from literally track one to the end is Immaculate Vibes. And then if I was going to their house, which was rare, I didn't I'm like that. that too. I'm not a lingerie girl. Me neither. Like that ain't for me. And I never was like that. I'm like, I'm not buying some expensive ass shit for you to possibly rip or just for me to take off. Makes no sense. It makes no sense. And also like- it they just, just want to see your pussy. <laughs> Did you love my underwear? He's like, you had underwear on? Yeah, literally. He's like, all I saw were- lips lips and i want my mouth on that like literally no one wants it's stupid but i would always wear something like comfy cash because you never want to try too hard i would always wear like cute sweatpants with like a crop top or something you know what i mean like something that was like really cute like i would look cute but so casual because then like when you show up they're like oh wow you look really good but i'm just in like sweats it's like the illusion did you put makeup on yeah sometimes oh it, it would depend like if it was like a first time thing, probably. But then like after the second time, I'm like, nah, I'm not dealing with that. But now we're not the type of couple though. That's like, okay, so like, should we do it now? Like we're still like fun. You've been together for a year and a half. We have. Yeah. But we're still fun though. Like I'll be like cooking in the kitchen and like he'll come up behind me or like I'll be in the shower and he'll whatever. Or like he'll be like getting dressed and like I'll go over there or like, Obviously, like we all know the fucking 3 a.m. cuddling somehow dick is in your ass crack and you're like, what? I'm in orbit right now. Like, I don't even know what time it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's so fun. I never thought about the fun opportunity of having someone that you live with and you just keep the sex feels like it's always available. Yeah. Like, it's like fun. (laughs) That makes me want to actually live with someone. Now I I sound like a teenager talking right now, but, uh, but also we go in waves. Like every relationship, it's like yeah you go in waves it's like sometimes it's like horny all the time have you ever had moments where one of you wasn't in the mood 
wasn't. Yeah. Yeah, that happens all the time. Where it's like, I'm going to like go do that. And he's like, no, no. Or like vice versa. Like that happens. Like we're human beings. Yeah. But like normally it's pretty mutual. That's so cute. So living with somebody for a year and a half, do you still care about being always shaved and stuff like that? Or are you completely just don't care about that stuff anymore? I say I still care because my own like hygiene, I'm like, I can't. Yeah. I get like weirded out because I've always been someone that's always shaved. But like, I feel like women like have feel like they need to shave their legs. And like, I feel like you should do whatever the fuck you want. Like, if you don't want to shave your legs, why should you have to? And men don't. Yeah. It's like, whatever. But I feel like I shave my legs left, but I still shave my legs a lot. Because yeah, of I my shave, own thing. I shave for me. I mean, when I'm going out, I still want to feel smooth legs, so, even though exactly. I know you won't see my blonde hair. It just, it's a different feeling. Or sometimes if I'm laying down, it just feels, my legs just feel so smooth one another. It feels and nice. It just, I feel like a little cute dolphin in my own bed, even though I'm by myself. I right. just like it. Right. So yeah, I do still keep up with everything. Ditto. Well, I can't wait to live with someone now. Because I'm like, it's fun. oh my God, I get to have sex with them all the time. I want to move in with them. Obviously, I'm going to need something else to want to live right. with them yeah living together is like difficult. how do you ever take space for one another that's a problem because you know everyone still needs their alone time so how do you kind of set those boundaries without offending your partner so that's been something that like we've had issues with in the past especially because he's a sagittarius mm-hmm. so he's like unbelievably like i need me time type of person they like need that and tauruses want to be on top of somebody at all times whether it's like a best friend a roommate a partner yikes so that has been something that like we were like okay is this something that we're like too different about or can we come to like a yeah whatever as i've matured and gotten older i was more open to when he was like hey i sometimes need some space like here and there like i love you and i love hanging out with you like you're literally my best friend and we have so much fun but like sometimes i just like need to go for a drive or like just like go with one of his friends or do yeah. something, you know, like, cause like he only moved to LA like two years ago mm-hmm. and I've lived here obviously for almost seven years. So like I have a massive circle of friends and you know, he does have friends out here, but like not as many as like his circle of friends in New York city. That's where he came from. And so like we would hang out with my friends a lot, you know? And then sometimes he'd be like, if I'm like, Oh, I automatically am like, Oh, let's go get dinner with my friends tonight. He'd be like, I need a breather. I'm going to get dinner with my friend but you should still get dinner with your friends. And I'd be like, well, why can't, what? so I can't go with you and your friend? And he's like, no, stay with your friends and I'm gonna go with mine. Cause he's like, I need some time. I can so relate to his, yeah. to the way he is, but I can see what I'm trying to see from your perspective and also some of my other friends who are more, who like to be around people a lot more, especially if they're not working on their emotional maturity or they don't feel secure and safe in their relationship. Right. They may take offense to it versus, I still love you, I just need also me time. People don't right. understand how important me time is. Like I said, as I've gotten older, like I'm like learning to appreciate that more because I never like really like thought I needed it. I was like, oh, I'm just a really outgoing person. Like I'm really bubbly. I'm really always down to hang, always down to do this, always want to be around my partner. And then as I get older, I'm like, oh my God, like I need time to like recharge alone. Yeah. Because it's like, if you don't do that, you're going to lose your fucking mind. You're going to lose your mind. You're going to get too lost in your partner. That partner person becomes your life. And it becomes your identity. Your partner becomes your identity. And also your relationship becomes your identity. And then then you just like one of those people that's, what do you want to eat? Well, Reggie and I usually eat eggs every morning. So I'll have eggs. Okay, what are you currently reading? Well, Reggie just started reading this one book. So I'm kind of into it right now. So then it's just everything about you. 
like you and then like your thoughts are your relationship thoughts 100% and I think my ex my like serious relationship that I was in last prior to Reggie Mm -hmm. I was his identity and like when we broke up like his world was like shattered that's scary yeah and like my world was kind of shattered with the one that had the baby behind my back yeah like but I was really really young so it's Mm -hmm. like it's eh, you know but like I get that I'm like holy shit everything about you I made a part of me and now you're gone so who am I literally for someone who likes face a lot this still even happens to me without needing all that space I I do become so wrapped up in the relationship and then the minute you break up you kind of kind of forget who you are and you're like okay but you forget that you used to be your own person prior to that person a year before you guys met this yeah. person didn't exist in your life it's kind of crazy how if you really think about it you and reggie have been dating for a year and a half mm-hmm. and you've known him now for two years i would say yeah you've known him for two years and he was a complete stranger two years ago you're living with a, an actual stranger in your home right now are you scared <laughs> so it's so funny because sometimes i'm like <laughs> you know like you know like when like random like intrusive thoughts will like go through your head and it's like obviously reggie's the best person ever but it's like sometimes i'll just like be in bed and i'm like what if he killed me tonight <laughs> you're like who even is this person you kind of look at him and you're like is he thinking of killing me what if he's a serial killer what if he kills me tonight like and then you start going through your head and you're like no but i love his mom and like and you're like but but ted bundy had a mom yeah he and did. she was probably great i'm sure maybe not maybe no you never know well his serial killers mom. usually the way they murder is based on their mommy issues or daddy issues but yeah but you get what I'm saying. Yeah, I get exactly like what Like all you're murderers saying. had a mom. And he's probably like, why are you looking at me like that? And I'm Stop just like, it. nothing. <laughs> I wonder if he thinks like that too. Oh, she he definitely kill does. Me. Oh, he definitely does. He's probably like, let me hide the knives. I don't even know her. I don't know the stranger. Yeah, you guys, you guys are literal actual strangers who live together now. Yeah. Scary. And Spooky. you know, we met over Zoom, which Ugh. is also not an ad for Zoom. <laughs> I don't but think you could Zoom find me. your partner yeah honestly I am obsessed with him he's just so kind and so sweet and I don't want to jinx I hate it's so weird I'm so so superstitious I can't even I know say, I'm the same way anything. I knock on my head about everything but it's just he's very hot very fun very he's kind. so hot he's so hot and he's so attentive which is what makes him hotter he's takes care of Alex he loves her so much he's way hotter than any of the other guys she's ever dated by far and I just love him for her. They're just such a good match. Through, through, through. But um, it's just so funny, you know, to reminisce on these all these hookup stories with all these losers. I mean, there's been a but, few. But, you know, you got to fuck the frogs. <laughs> to get to the prince, baby. <laughs> to suck off the prince. Right. <laughs> exactly. 100%. Yeah. I remember one time I was at a club. I was meeting a bunch of people at the table. And this girl, super nice girl, was like, hi, I'm Blah, Blah, nice to meet you. And I would go, hi. And I put my hand forward. And then as she, she like says hi to me, she suddenly goes, Ugh, and she bends down to throw up. And I was wearing booties or boots or something. And they were kind of big on me. So they were open. And she threw inside my shoe. No. <laughs> I was no. like, and it was literally, I just, I, I think, I wasn't even mad. I was just more shocked. Like, what the fuck just happened? Yeah, that's that was more of a yeah. reaction. I don't know what to do. I just went to the bathroom and I had to, to you know, flip over my boot. Well, first I had to walk in the throw up to get to the bathroom. So then gonna, it like got I'm, into my socks. I'm and unwell, then I no. finally, yeah, it was bad. Well, we're on the topic of throw up and then we need to stop because I will <laughs> I probably know. throw up. The worst thing that's ever, <laughs> top 10 things, worst things that's ever happened to me. Not even that. One time I was at a bar and I was helping a friend who was throwing up in the bathroom. She, yeah. And I was holding her hair 
and the throw up or something splashed back up and hit me in the face. And I was like, <laughs> and I simply was like, I'm going home. I can't talk about it anymore. We have to move on. Yeah, let's let's continue. I'm going to okay. throw up okay, right okay. now. When you used to be for the streets, mm-hmm. which I still belong there. Yeah, I was going to say that's still your home. So when I hook up with someone new, I don't even think twice about asking them if it's weird. I just whip out my sex toys like mid sex. Like we're about to have sex and I just go, oh, wait, one second. I just open my drawer and I just go. And like that. And I remember one time a guy was like, oh, okay, you use sex toys, right? Yeah. yeah. So do you just whip them out like I do? Or do you save that for maybe a third or fourth time? Or do you ask, like, how do you get there? The first time we would have hooked up, it would have been like, do you want to use a toy? Because sometimes it makes people feel uncomfortable. Toys like in- intimidate men. One of us is about to come. The other one may not. So I right. would like to join the coming party. 100%. So then eventually I got to the point where I was just like, I'm going to introduce this to the situation if it continues. So like oh. I ask if they're like, no, then the next time I'll be like, if they didn't make me finish, which was every time prior to Reggie, I'd be like, well, Okay, but I didn't even know that guys existed where they were obsessed with your vagina and they were obsessed with going down on you and they were obsessed with like making you score, making you come until my most recent partners, I would say like two of my recent partners. And with that, I didn't even need to think of taking a toy because they were just like so obsessed with focusing on me first that that threw me off to the point that I feel like I genuinely have new standards when it comes to sleeping with men where if a guy not makes a joke, about not going down a woman, I wouldn't even think twice about dating him. Me Never too. again. Me too. I Isn't mean, that like, crazy? I mean, like, if I wasn't in a committed relationship and I had right. to think about possibly, you know, whatever, there's now a standard that is set that it's I could never so go backwards crazy. from. Yeah, me too. Even though it didn't work out with the last two guys, like seeing that that is a real thing and the way they made me feel so good about my vagina too, especially because in the past I felt insecure, or like whatever. insecure, especially because then you're like, oh no, no, you don't have to do that. It's okay. You don't, if you don't want to like, no, no, I, I don't care for that. And that's why I, a lot of times also involved sex toys because I was just like, oh, they don't know what they're doing or it's weird, it's gross, whatever. And then like this one guy was so obsessed with pleasuring me then not only did he like go down me for however long then he tries to make me squirt which was the first time i found out that that's a thing and i can squirt i was like holy shit should i move to london (laughs) this is amazing but then after that i think it's over he like flips me over and starts eating my butthole and i was just like whoa oh my god because i was shocked because your city there's already like so many fluids and all that and he was just like so obsessed and then we start fucking and then again he like pulls out and he just starts like trying to go down me and i'm like wow and that raised my standards him as a person not that great right sexually though was really cool because i'm like okay guys like this exist yes 100 percent. and honestly thinking back on the amount of people that i put so much time in that like never even did that to me one time i'm like <laughs> bye uh, no because it's all about how someone makes you feel and like that made me feel really good yeah, and it made be- me feel like sexy because it's like oh they want to do that yeah like okay because guys, you know, they'll fuck you like a rabbit and they'll be like, I just want to make you come, babe. And you're like, well, not like that. Doing what, honey? That's not it. I agree. I have way higher standards now when it comes to sex with a man. Yeah. But I do remember our conversation when we spoke in the past about since it is Pride Month, why don't you just sprinkle this in? We spoke before about you introduced me to being a princess pillow. Is that what it's called? Pillow princess. Pillow, pillow princess. princess. You introduced yes. me to this term. What is that term? Pillow princess is just like a slang in like the 
LGBT community of a person who does not go down on other people, but likes when people go down on them and they're always on the pillow. So <laughs> just taking pillow it. Pillow princess. Yeah. That's so funny. Although that's funny, Aloha, how we just said that we would never date someone that wouldn't go down on us, but then we're talking about being a pillow princess. I'm a pillow princess through and through. Yeah. Man, woman, they, them, you fucking name it. You just lay down and take it. But I also, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. But you, what was the longest you ever dated a woman for? Never like ever actually had a girlfriend, but I saw somebody for like a couple of months, but never actually had a girlfriend. But Got I, it. There's been like a couple of girls that have been like a couple month stints. Yeah. And like, I guess like in like lesbian world, like it could have been considered a relationship, but like yeah. in my standards of doing things, I just like, it was never was like, you're my girlfriend. Okay. You're my girlfriend. Okay. Yeah. It was like. What's your type when it comes to a girl? Previously, it would be like, I was really into like androgynous people. What is that word? So androgynous is when like someone identifies as a certain gender, but like dresses really fluidly. Oh, okay. So like I would be super into that. Like uh, like a specific would be like girls that were like super femme looking, but like mm -hmm. dressed really cool. Some of our friends who used to date each other, that's how I would think both of them are femme, but the other, one of them dresses more. That would be my type. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there a difference between uh, getting ready for a dick appointment versus a vajay appointment or is it the same? No, it's the same. I feel like it's more so like intense for the vajay because it's like they know spending a lot of time downtown. So true. So you there you really want to make sure you shave every little part. Right. Every crack and crevice. My guess with boobs, I never noticed. I never like started comparing. Oh, are your nipples different than mine? But with but I've never been down there with the vagina. So I do wonder if suddenly I'll be like, oh, your vagina is nicer than mine. Interesting. And then what if I start to feel insecure? I don't think. Well, you have a very nice vagina. So of course you don't think. Of course you don't think. <laughs> your vagina is like a Barbie vagina. But I just, I definitely thought about that about boobs though. Like, cause like people have big boobs. I always like feel like when I see like perfect little perky ones i'm always like those are better than mine oh okay so i guess it's if you're confident because i'm confident about my tits so when i see yeah, like, other like, tits i'm I mean, like oh cute yeah, like, like i love my tits right and like i do too but yeah. sometimes i wish i had smaller ones got it because like then you can wear different clothes like cuter you know what i'm saying like yeah sometimes you know how it is if i ever see or like if i have friends that have like like a perfect b cup and they're just like perfect boobs i'm like i'm a little jealous <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah does that ever happen when you're about to, when you're hooking up with a girl, you're kind of like, oh. No, but I'd just be like, nice. <laughs> I like what I'm seeing. Yeah. Get going. You know That's what I mean? so funny. Yeah. I've made the decision that for Pride Month, if any of my friends want to go down on me, I am open for business and I feel like it's the right thing to do. Yeah. And why not give back to the community? So if anyone here, even in this room, wants <laughs> to, I'm, I'm ready. And, uh, shops closed for me um, right yeah but you know what if any of our common friends specifically one that i <laughs> specifically one that i may be very close with wanted to i'll let her know i'll let her know let her know and tell her though i will that it's for pride month specifically she'd be doing a service for the lgbtqia community literally yes right. yeah she would be giving back right specifically to me <laughs> to you and the community god i love her right got it yeah okay yeah. cool <laughs> moving on moving on
Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Speaking of dating in L.A., which is the worst. I mean, literally, Reggie, you found him because he did. He's not from L.A. That's how you find him. He was like barely here. Yeah. I caught him right before the slippery slope began. Literally. And I'm now I only go for guys who don't live in this country. Right, right, right. Literally. That's the only way. Not because of my attachment issues, but because just better. I don't know. For your mental health. For my mental health. For my own sake. Yeah. Has there ever been a time where you had to lower the bar like so low for a man and he still didn't meet it. Yes, 100%. The bar was in the basement. (laughs) The bar was six feet under. Like, give me an example. We weren't a couple, but like, if you guys remember, like I was his girlfriend, but he didn't want to give me the title. It would be, you guys would be having fun and they would have like the best three days in a row and then they're just hanging out in the car and they are lovey-dovey and then he'll just randomly look at her and be like, you know we're not together though, right? You know we're not together. So like a perfect example of like how fucking low, like we went literally to a bar together to go get drinks. I go to the bathroom and I come back and he's making out with somebody. No. And I literally, this is how fucking low at this point my standards were. You were waiting for him to finish. I went to the car and said, text me when you're done. (laughs) And I drove him home and he slept at my house. While he was probably texting the new girl. Probably. Oh no! Oh yeah, I threw him a huge birthday party one year. I don't want to like say too much like personal stuff, but like a lot of personal stuff with him went down the night of his birthday party because he got too drunk, and I had to like contact his parents and like it was a whole thing. And in the midst of all this, he's texting my friend, saying, "Come over and suck my dick," as he's crying on my shoulder. And I read his message because wow. he leaves it right there. And he's like, you should have been here tonight, like sucking me off or something. And I was like, what? Like bizarre. You're like, hey, babe, so I'm going to be with your parents. Text me when you're done getting your dick sucked. Uh, and yeah, you- so I'm going to drive your sister to gymnastics, but <laughs> let me know when she fucking stops blowing you and but I'll that, come back. That is such a thing that happens so often with women where you do wifey duties and girlfriend prices, but you're not even a girlfriend. I've picked him up from a hookup, too. Because I was just so desperate to be around. Like, I don't... Yeah, I was been, a dark I, I point know. in my life, let me tell you. I know, but you were so obsessed with him and I was getting mad at you every time. But I I get it. When you're in it, it's so hard to let go. Because you think eventually... Yeah, and I was like... And, I, and, and he would say that too. He'd be like, just... He'd always be like, wait for me. Wait for me. Like, I'm gonna... And then they never fucking do... They do eventually down the line. But not with you. Like, they always, like, come back and be like, I fucked up. But, like, when it's always too late. But it's but it's never actually true. If they don't lock it down with you, 
Like, it's just not, they're not, not going to do it. It's not with you. It's because when they eventually come back and they're like, wait, I fucked up. It's because A, you're probably in a happy relationship and they want to ruin it. 100%. Because they, they, it looks nice and they right. want it. But the minute you're going to get together, they're going to remember why they didn't want to have one with you. Right. Secondly, when they're finally ready for one, it's not with you because they're just finally ready for one in general. And then I've noticed this with men. It's with whoever's in front of them. Yeah. I don't really know because I have him like blocked on everything. We're not even like, I just don't follow anything, but I'm pretty sure he has a girlfriend and it's just so funny because he, his number one reason was always, I don't want to be tied down. He also like used to say that, remember he had like daddy issues. Like his dad is like a 50 year old man whore that would like fuck 20 year olds. Yeah. He'd always be like, I just want to be like my dad. Cause that was the example. He'd be like, I never want to get married. He was like, I just want to like fuck for the rest of my life. But he'd always be like, if I was to ever marry someone, it'd be be you. you. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Ugh, fuck out of here it's kind of sad though the people that stick around because you're like what you're hoping that eventually you get sick of fucking everyone else and then you're like okay well you're here Guess it's me you're like how did you guys get married it's like a crazy story i just waited on him for 13 years crazy story <laughs> i waited outside the apartment in sh- this girl's apartment in sherman oaks like every weekend for a couple years and, and then, then eventually uh, then eventually like, you'll she, do. Stopped, she stopped calling him yeah and it's like you know what he looked at me and he said no one else wants me at this point so you'll do and now we're together and it's amazing and that's what it would sometimes feel like too like whenever like we'd have a stint where like he wouldn't hook up with somebody i'm like it's because like you're feeling bad about yourself right now you had like a lot of like mental health problems that like he didn't tend to Mm -hmm. and it would always be like when he'd be like in a manic depressive episode or something or like something was going on with him and i was like oh you're at a low point right now so you're not hooking with other people and that's the only reason why you're not. It's not because you're vibing with yeah. me. But the crazy part about him going through all that and you're trying to be a good partner and a good person, you're thinking like, not that you're doing this in order for him to love you more, but it's obviously you're like, look how much I'm there for you where you were handling everything during his mm-hmm. birthday because he's too manic to handle anything. But yet he had enough of brain cells and enough time and enough uh, felt good enough about himself to be able to text your friend and be like, suck my dick. So it's stuff, crazy. Like that, stuff like that pisses me off because I feel like I've, no, so many other girls have been in those situations where they try to be like the wifey when in reality the mate hey the guy didn't ask you to do that for him no we're and he idiots. would say that too that's another thing that like was my friends would yell at me they'd be like he's literally telling you that he doesn't want to be with you he's telling you xyz was that but it's because there would always be like those glimpses exactly where he'd have a moment of weakness and be like it is you and, and you I'd just, just think like, like what does that oh, even fucking I'm, mean a, it's our motherly instinct right where we just want to be there but yeah a he did they didn't ask B, it seems like he was coherent enough to text your friend to want to fuck her. And then we afterwards feel like idiots. It kind of reminds me, even with one of my ex-boyfriends, his mother, God bless her soul, RIP, while we were together, she had cancer twice and mm-hmm. he, we were long distance. So I don't know what he was doing when I wasn't around, oh. but I always had to kind of be there for his sister and I had to yeah. be there for his mother. And that really takes a toll on you when even if it's not your partner that's going through that situation, it takes a toll on you in general for your own mental health to be around somebody constantly suffering so and then literally his mom got better and as right as his mom got better he moved back to los angeles and within the first day of him moving back he dumped me yeah so he can be with his female best friend and i was kind of like in shock because i'm like what wait while we're here what are what is your thoughts on female best friends as a female best friend to other guys i don't see the big deal but I do think, here are my thoughts. 
it's different though when his female best friend she was constantly clowning him forever posting pictures of us or anything cute that we would do she would be clowning him because <clears throat> obviously she secretly liked him right and then the minute he moved back home he dumped me within two seconds to be with her and then they start posting cute quote-unquote cutesy pictures non-stop it was actually one of the reasons i didn't have social media after that so when i started daddy issues i don't have social media is because of breakup like right. hindered me enough that i never wanted to see their stupid faces again are they still together to this day no, because when he dumped me, look, call me selfish, whatever. But I said, I was there for your mother. I was with your family from like two years going through all that. Like when you weren't there taking care of your mother. And he goes, I know. And I thank you for that. But. <laughs> but I. But I want to pussy. be. Yeah. And, and it's my best friend who I told you not to worry about. Literally. For four years. Yeah. And uh, six months into it. He texts me after six months of not hearing from him. He texts me and he goes, sometimes I lay at night and I wonder if I made a mistake. And I say, you don't have to worry about that. Because let me tell you, I will never take you back. I would have been like, you don't have to wonder. I'll tell you now. You made a fucking mistake and don't ever text me again. No, he was, he was, ugh. ew. So anyway, my yeah. thoughts on guys with best friends. In my opinion, what I've learned, boy or girl or any gender, if you sit there and you constantly notice something about someone, you're like, oh, you must be talking to this person or why are you always with this person? The more you say it, the more you're subconsciously pushing them towards that person. It's the weirdest thing, but it's happened when I broke up with someone and the guy wouldn't stop talking about some other guy. He, that other guy was the first guy I fucked and vice versa. With but you my, probably weren't even actually thinking about them like yeah, until, while you guys were together. No, but until, he just kept saying that. Exactly. And that's happened with me before with exes where I'm nervous about a girl and then that's literally the first person they go to. It's subconsciously. Or your instinct was just literally right and it's like you were nervous about no, a girl but we because push we do do that. So in I my agree. opinion, what I've learned is that if you don't say anything and you kind of, you allow the relationship to transpire and I've noticed that even with one of my best guy friends. Well, just um, don't give like power to it. Don't give the universe. Your partner, eventually, if they're a good partner, they will most likely back off from the best friend. And it doesn't matter how obsessed the best friend is with them. Their needs and their priorities will change and it will focus on you as long as you give them the space to make the decision themselves. Because no one wants to make a decision because they feel pressured because it makes them bitter. No, but it is true though. It's like, especially I feel like when you ask somebody to not talk to that person, it's almost like, especially men, they become like defiant and they're almost like, well, this kind of feels fun now. Yeah. It's like a weird fucked up thing for them. So yeah, I do agree. I feel like don't give any power to it. Don't even bring it up. And then, you know, if they still do it, then they're just a piece of shit. Or like if they- Yeah. And, I think and then it, that's good because then the universe showed itself like that. I think it also depends. Like obviously if they're besties and they're just randomly have sleepovers with each other while you guys are dating that's insanely inappropriate but if they're besties where they're like your partner is being incredibly honest with you and they'll be like oh my god rachel just said the funniest thing and he, the, he's showing the text to you and all that i think it's innocent you just you just that's fine i don't say anything i've had guys who have a lot of female friends i don't even think twice because i'm well i think some of those guys were also gay when you know which also which one of them yeah we're not yeah which i love but, but like reggie, ha reggie has a lot of female friends because he has it's like serious feminine energy, which is one thing that I'm like obsessed with him yeah. for. He, you know, is just like that. And he has a lot of female friends and it's just kind of like, I think at first I was like, whoa, this is new because I had never dated somebody that had a plethora of female friends. You know, yeah. it was like every guy I've ever dated was like a dude's dude. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? And then Reggie also has a lot of guy friends, but like he was a D1 football player. So of course yeah. he's going to have 
a guy friends and a lot of girlfriends, yeah. you know? But I think at first I was like, oh, I don't like this vibe. Plus the men you've dated in the past have cheated on you. So then you're like, great. Right. But as it's gotten on, I'm like, oh, okay. So I just have to keep remembering that Reggie isn't a shitty person. And not everyone does that. And people are allowed to have friends. Yeah. That they don't fucking fuck behind your back. Yeah. One of my besties, he's a Sag. We've been we've been friends for over 10 years. And to the point that over weekends, I used to sleep over at his house every weekend, either in his bed or his brother's bed, Edwin. Never hooked up with either one of them. Was so close with the parents. He met a partner, became obsessed with us for six months. They kept dating. Then they got married. And I was even one of the best men right. in, the, in the wedding. But A, did our friendship when he started becoming serious that our friendship where we all hang out a little less yes of course which is normal so that's what i mean she and she never said anything but i also went out of my way to be very nice to her but like that's that's normal behavior that's normal behavior but friends then, girlfriends who don't do that in my opinion it's it's a little kind of like because they have you like him right right I don't look at him like he's like a brother to me. But I think I think if a girl is suddenly being weird with you and that's that's your man's bestie, that's a little weird. I completely agree. So is there anything else you have to add before we kind of wrap this up? No, not really. Just uh, I always tell people that it is possible to find love in Los Angeles. When they don't live here. When they don't live here. <laughs> yeah. You, you never know. No, but really I was actually just talking about this with somebody the other day. When you really are looking you're never going to find it. It's when you're working on you, you're working on like being your best self, you're working on your mental, physical, fiscal health, everything is when your person like comes along. I agree. But also I've learned now that you still have to leave the house because I'm like, great, I'm not looking. I don't no, have no. to leave my house. But you still have to be open for it. No, no. So you're, don't you, look, but be open for something. Because right, you, if you're not open either, then you really won't find anything. Right. No, of course, you have to be open for anything at any, you know what I mean? It's like, be open for it, but... Yeah, I'm too literal. So when someone told me, don't look, I'm like, great, perfect, I'll stay home. <laughs> no, but like, I feel like I was looking for so long or wanting, yeah, you know, like, whatever. And then literally, the for the first time in years that I wasn't wanting anything is when my boyfriend came along and I was like, wow, we do not chase, we attract. That's right. Choose yourself. Choose yourself. And then someone eventually will choose you, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Anyway, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all the same. Alex Papiccio, A-L-E-X-P-A-P-I-C-C-I-O. Sick. You can find me all over the web. Got some cool things coming, so. Yeah, yeah. make sure to follow her. Make sure to DM her if you have any questions. DMs yeah. are always open. Yeah. Used to be open for dick pics that's absolutely not anymore but it actually never was it was always just a joke but yeah yeah just friendly dms and i know. love when you guys i love when people dm me and they're like i heard you on the podcast i'm uh -huh. like i went to so many people have had apple juice scenarios so if you have any other yeah if tell you, me yeah and if you want to stalk her and her part boyfriend i don't know i just love the word partner more than boyfriend but if you want to stalk her and her partner on her instagram make sure to follow her anyway you guys hope you have a beautiful rest of your day i love you and i'll see you next week bye bye